Welcome to Comedy on Edge, the podcast. I'm your host, Mark Williamson. Thank you guys for tuning in and listening. If you listen to us on iTunes, give us a star rating and a review. Really helps the show. If you're not listening to us on iTunes, that's cool. Spread the love. Tweet about us. Facebook about us. Uh, for more information, check out ComedyOnEdge.com or follow us on Twitter at ComedyOnEdge. All right, time for the show. Let's hit the music. Welcome, everybody, to Comedy on Edge, the podcast. I'm your host, Mark Williamson. We're in Edge HQ. We're in the Colin Funky Miller Memorial Room, <laughs> which we've just named, and it's it's we're we're ready we're ready to have some fun funky style. We're going to give it a bit of bit of left arm off breaks and maybe a bit of medium pace. So you never know what's going to happen. On the dials is Colin Miller, Colin Funky Miller's third favorite fan, Mr. Ryan. Special comments, Crawford. How are you, buddy? I'm great, Mark. How are you, man? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I'm funky. Some You're funky. Say. Funky. It's good to be here. Funky, funky, the funky. Do you reckon? Did he sing funky? That's how he got his nickname because he's called because he really liked the song Funky Comedina. Like, oh, oh, is that funky? how he got yeah, it? That's how he got his nickname. No, I thought it was just because he had blue hair for a while there, and they just thought it was, it was a bit funky. funky. Yeah. You don't call funky? Isn't funky more? Like, oh, that sounds a bit funky. No, funky is like like it's like a different type of cool, isn't it? But like really like that. What's a funky Comedina then? Um. Well, that's uh, in the according to according to the law of the song. It's uh, represent yeah, y'all. Yeah, that's right. It's isn't it just the the drink you give somebody like hey, in, in song to make him better get it? Yeah. Get so it, funky it basically like a like an aphrodisiac, like ah. a like a like a really, really like so powerful saying, aphrodisiac. So what you're saying is Colin Funky Miller is a powerful aphrodisiac. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> I'm saying that's what Funky Cold Medina is. Funk. You know funk music? You must have heard of funk music. It's funk. I know it's Terry like... Funk, the wrestler. Did he create the Funky Cold Medina? Was that his finishing move? He may have. Terry Funk. Well, at this time, I think we're, gonna, we're getting into a bit of a funk here. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just switch it over. We've got another man who knows his way around a Funky Cold Medina or two. He is Lester Diamond. How are you, buddy? G'day, boys. Jasmine, how you going? You've done it again. <laughs> He's done it again, ladies and gentlemen. See, my, my job as host is I introduce... Introduce everyone, but then we're, and we're not. Lester's going. No, we've got to cut that. But no, it's no. the only way you'll learn if we shame you. <laughs> My job is to introduce. So now I've got to. We can't have a little bit of Terry Funk slash Funky Comedina byplay. I've got to go to the next guest. So you've cut, you sit in the naughty corner for a bit. So no, no, he's he's uh, ladies and gentlemen. He's, he's signalling to he's Ryan. He's gesticulating wildly. We've got to cut that. We've got to cut that. No. Please, he's Do you think Colin Funky Miller said, oh, no, I just bowled a no ball in a test. Can we cut that, AB? <laughs> Can we cut it? And then Taylor, oh, no, he was under Steve Waugh, so he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have, but he wouldn't have said that. He would have gone, no, I'll just go back to my mark and I'll know better for next time. Lester's like that understudy in Seinfeld. He's like, oh, can we start again? <laughs> my shoelaces are tight. I tell you what, we're not going to organise a softball game because I know who's going to charge Bette Midler. I was actually referring to the intro, Mark, but it's okay. <laughs> Oh, no, no, I, 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 know, I know what you do. I know you, buddy, but that's okay. It's the only way you'll learn, buddy. It's the only way. Oh, and we've got our intern, Jasmine Langdon. How are you, Jasmine? Not too bad. <laughs> you, you, you got any Colin Funky Miller stories for us? Uh, to be honest, I didn't really know who he was, so you guys will have to uh, school me up. Well, I'm sure we'll, well, we've only got an hour for the podcast. Yeah. We'll need more. Oh, man. Colin Funky Miller, he lived in a pub in Hobart. He played Test Cricketer of the Year. No, yeah, we already lost off. interest. For, for, those, for those wondering, we're going to put out a bonus episode. Um, 
we did an episode where we got a little bit distracted, a few things went wrong, and basically the part we salvaged was me and Lester talking for 10 minutes on Colin Funky Miller, much to Ryan's displeasure. So check it out. We'll call it the Colin Funky Miller Memorial Hour. It's only five minutes. We'll post that up later on, ladies and gentlemen. So we're almost at the end of the year, 2013. We're going to put it in the books. Yeah, it's been Once, a big one. It has. It's been, it's been one that, for me personally, it's been a good year, but... Worldwide, there's been a lot of change. We've had three prime ministers. Yeah. We've pissed off China and Indonesia. It's it's been a good year. We're winning the cricket, so it's what, all good. Had a, had a repeat prime minister even as well. That hasn't happened since the days of Deacon. Oh, Deacon! <laughs> Back in the day, those were the days. Those were the days. Three times he was prime minister. Rudd was. I reckon was three. I reckon, yeah, I think Rudd was is probably going to head for the hat trick at some point. That well, retirement. He's resigned. I know he's he resigned. has. I know he has. I don't believe it. And all he gets <laughs> a shitty university. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Did he get a university? Deacon what? University. Oh, Deacon. Yeah, yeah. It's not a good one. What do you reckon Rudd's going to have, you know? What's he going to have? Well, that's the thing that I like that America does. They have, like, each president gets their own library. Yeah, yeah. Whereas what do we get? Like, we got, you know... What's George Bush's like, um, 7-Eleven magazine? <laughs> <laughs> Mad magazine. Yeah. You, I reckon Australians just get, you know, they get a column in the Daily Telegraph and that's about it. Just, yeah, but I mean, like, you know, like, you know what, not, maybe not a statue. I think Rudd... Rudd did a lot of good. Well, they get the they get the portrait in the in the National Portrait Gallery. There's always a portrait of every prime minister. Well, who's going to paint it? What do you mean? Who's going to well, paint Rolf it? Well, Rolf Harris is busy. <laughs> who, who are we going to get to paint Rudd's portrait? I, I th- do we have anyone else? Ken Doan? Has anyone called him? Imagine Ken Doan. He should do the portrait. I think that'd be great. I mean, it would be good. Ken. He's, well, he's going through his rotten period. He's, he's, you know, he went blue shortly after death. And then he went into his. Now he's decomposing a bit. It's there you go. So the national portrait. Um, what else? What, what else? Um, BNB, oh, we've lost a few people this year. Tony Soprano kicked the bucket. That was tragic. It was. It was. Mm-hmm. You know, man, man. If you're in your fifties. Get on your exercise equipment, ladies and gentlemen. Well, maybe, maybe go was, for a heart check. That was heart heart attack, was it? Was, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Was I think he was. He was yeah. a big guy. Yeah, yeah. So he he went and and like now this is this one might cause controversy for some. He was a legend. Other he was a killer. Chopper Reed, Uncle Chop Chop didn't last out the year. Dead as a doornail. Oh yeah, he's dead. And he what what do we think of Chopper? Like as Australia, we've got Ned Kelly is our national hero, and he's a cop killer. Let's face it. Yeah. Yeah. Why? See, why are we? Why do we worship people like Ned Kelly and Chopper Reed well, when the there time... are fine individuals like Colin Funky Miller? Yeah, Where's yeah. Funky Miller's statue? Yeah, because because in this country we certainly don't idolise sports people at all. <laughs> but um, but I think uh, I think you find that the difference between Ned Kelly and <laughs> uh, and, 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 and Chopper Reed might just be the sign of the times. You know, I mean, it's still still widely regarded, obviously, Ned Kelly as a, as a criminal. But one could argue that back in those days. That poor people, poor Irish people out here in the goldfields were treated pretty harshly, and yeah. so and so a bit of rebellion didn't go astray. But Chopper Reed was just a street thug who killed people and was uh, and was on drugs and shit. So I mean, I, I don't I don't see that those two. But it was the eighties. That was the fashion of the day. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like oh, you go out. What are you going to do? Oh, I don't want to kebab. Let's shoot someone. Oh yeah, he, he's got pills. Yeah. But, but Chopper I mean, was a funny dude. But so was he? He had a bit of charisma see, to him. Go yeah. look at the co- there's go. Google Chopper Reed versus Brendan Burns. Um, it's a comedy special. Go look at that and tell me Chopper's funny. To get hammered, does he? It's Chopper Reed. They do. They used to do this thing at the Comics Lounge in Melbourne on Monday night. Uncle Chop Chop would answer questions and they'd get a comedian up. So the crowd would ask questions and Chopper would be... He looks half tanked in this film clip. Would just answer questions. And Brendan Burns, who's a very excitable guy, is sort of... You could tell they didn't get along and Brendan's trying to be funny and Chopper's... 
you know he wants to punch Brendan if he could. <laughs> it's yeah, check it out. I'll put it a clip on it on YouTube. It's it's interesting. But I had a run in with Chopper. Or not okay. yeah. I drive by he missed, but no. <laughs> I used to work in a discount store in Tassie and it's not there. It used to be called Chicken Feed. It's gone bankrupt. Actually that went into liquidation this year. <laughs> I left ten years later they go into liquidation. I have what, what did they sell? <laughs> it was like the reject shop. Like they'd sell all the cheap two dollar stuff. Ah, right. Yeah. Yeah, it was a small store. And I this it was AFL Grand Final day. I, I think it was ninety nine. It was the year Essen and Melbourne played um, for for the trivia buffs out home. And I was on the register, and it would have been about two o'clock. And Chopper Reed walks in, and I knew it was him because he had half an ear, and I'd seen him on TV. He walked in with his wife and baby, and he walked up the back of the store. And I'm like, oh, this is I got Chopper Reed now. On that day, my mate Dominic was working, and Dom was a good guy. He lived for catching shoplifters. He loved it. Like, his favorite thing to do was, like, because you get kids that come in, they'd steal a lolly, you'd chase them, you'd bring them back. Dom was one of those guys, like, he'd chase after them, bring them back in the office, tell them off, but he'd always let them keep. He was a kind-hearted guy. And this day, I thought, oh, this would be fun. So I ring Dom out the back. I go, mate, i got a shoplifter up in the photo frame section. And Dom came charging out, like he came running out and I was watching because I could see and he just stopped in mid and he just paused for like, it felt like about 10 minutes, but it was probably only like five. And as he walked to the front of the store, I said, mate, what are you going to do? He goes, oh, I'm just going for a break, Mark. I go, but what about the shoplifter? What about, he goes, oh, if he wants the cash register, just gift wrap it. I don't care. <laughs> and he just went back. He was just stunned by Chopper Reed. Now that, you think that's the end of that encounter. I was booked to do the Oatley Hotel. On ha- hang on, was he actually shoplifting, or you just wanted to set up your mate? Yeah, I wanted to set up. My wanted, mate. wanted to get him to run yeah, out to him. Get... Yeah, you wanted him to die. Basically, I wanted him to go up. Like I wanted him to come up and just watch <laughs> Chopper Reed for the whole time he was in the shop. I thought it would be fucking funny. Wow. Yeah. 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 I'm great to work with if any employers yeah, are out there tell. looking for someone to boost morale. <laughs> slash, Tom didn't come back from lunch, funnily enough. Yeah, what yeah, happened to him? Right. He's not on Facebook anymore. Yeah, and Chopper then... buried him in a shallow grave. <laughs> but yeah. no, no, that night I was booked to do comedy at the Oatley Hotel on the night Chopper died. And also, in an ironic twist of fate, Heath Franklin, who plays the Chopper character, was also gigging <laughs> wow. across town on that night. So it was, it, was, it was a good night for comedy, not for Chopper. Um, and so I, I got up, and I was, it was a really full house. I was doing really well. I did some jokes. And then I told that story, and it got a really big laugh. And I sort of said, and as I got off stage, I was walking up the back, and this guy just pushed me. And I'm like, don't you talk about Chopper. Don't you disrespect Chopper. And I go, yeah, mate, whatever. And I walked over to a friend of the show and one of my favorite comedians, Subby Valentine. I go, Subby's like, what was that about, mate? I go, oh, he didn't like my chopper material. And Subby laughed. He's like, oh, that's funny. And then this guy saw it and he came up and threw a punch at Subby. I'm going, and, he, and I, I hope this is true, but I don't think it was. I'm going to Chopper's funeral. You're disrespecting my mate. And we just like settled down. The pub kicked him out. The pub apologized. But it was just so funny that... I tell the story. I get the laughs. Subby gets the punch. It was. <laughs> but this isn't. This isn't the first. Me and Subby. This is the first time we've had an. So incident. that's the second time you set up one of your mates with Chopper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> Chopper's the gift that keeps yeah, on giving. Yeah, yeah. But me and Subby have like. I love working with him. He's my. If any comedy bookers out there, you want to book me now and say book Subby as a headliner. We'll have fun. We did Liverpool. Com- Liverpool had a comedy room. I can't think. I think it was a Liverpool hotel or something. I was the MC and I was doing a bit of crowd work and there was this. Like, I go, oh, any parents out there? And this lady, and this is a tip if any comics out there, sorry, go watch Subby if you want a real tip. But if you're a comic and you're a tip, 
if you're doing crowd yeah. <laughs> I'm getting tongue tied I'm just getting yeah. excitement just yeah. the tip the, yeah just the tip no but if you're getting um, crowd work if someone if you ask a question someone puts their hand up really enthusiastically like I mean really you're either going to get a great story or the show's over this lady she put a hand up and I'm like oh yeah what's your kids she goes I got four kids Raven Cartier <laughs> Justice and Blade and he was just stunned silence. Because Liverpool, it's a rough suburb, but the people there, they were pretty decent people. And you could just hear the collective groan. And I'm just, in my head, I'm like, oh, how do I get this? And the silence was broken by the waitress up the back who just goes, fucking meth heads. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And like, that, that broke the tension. And I just went up to her and go, oh, you got a son called Raven? After the wrestler, yeah, <laughs> it was like fuck, it was funny. But right, Cartier, Cartier, as in it's a jewelry, Jury, yeah. yeah, Cartier. My God, but I think it's a bit unfair because you call a kid Justice. <laughs> the odds are he's probably going to appear before the courts at <laughs> yeah. some stage. Yeah, yeah. It's like irony. It's like, but imagine if he no showed to like the court. It's like, <laughs> is Justice here? <laughs> There's no Justice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, those are the days. It's, it's, it's a good, it's a, it's a good, it's a good way to fast track yourself through uh, through law. Get yourself a title straight away. <laughs> Chief Justice, Justice, <laughs> Justice. No, no, you, no, you don't need that first Justice. Don't even need a law degree. Your name is just Justice McGrath or something. Justice McGrath. Handy hints. I really hate bogan names, but like the hyphenated bogan names takes it to a whole new level. I don't <laughs> like the weird spelling. When it's like, you know, it's like, oh, it's Jaden with five eyes or something (laughs) stupid like that. I I just can't. I I mean, people obviously do the whole thing with naming kids. They're trying their best to make it unique and make it kind of cool and interesting. One time I was at like a, at a, at a kid's like um, birthday party. um, And this kid just screams past me like, and it's tearing off towards the road. And I'm thinking, all right. Sure enough, there's going to be a mum following that fairly shortly. And and sure enough, mum comes out of nowhere and she yells out, Banjo, banjo. I was like, oh my puppy God. dog's named Banjo. I was like, oh, just, yeah, but no, no. Just let the just let the kid go onto the road. Oh. You've already done enough damage. <laughs> you've prejudged that. You've just you've just disrespected one of the nation's great poets, Banjo Patterson. No, I haven't disrespected Banjo Patterson. I've disrespected a, a hipster in Erskineville who decided to call a kid Banjo rather cruelly. I might add. Yeah, but at least you can Bad abbreviate. Name. Like you can just go, yeah, my name's Joe. Hey, Joe. Where you okay. going with that gun in your hand? Why are you defending this woman in banjo? It's just a <laughs> Someone get yeah, one person got that reference. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like um, when you have those names where it, it defines the era you're in, like Kylie's. Everyone born in the seventies was a Kylie. Yeah, like, that's yeah. right. Yeah, the um, yeah Kylie. Yeah, in the eighties. Yeah, Close to name. It's gonna be like Britney's all running around and. Yeah, yeah. Britney, isn't that a um, bogan name? American bogan. Britney Lynn. Yeah, it is a bit, like bit of a bogan name. I remember Britney. Britney from Daria, the character, da- the TV show Daria. That was that Britney was, a, was a cheerleader. Yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, the, the the blonde skinny yes. thing in there. Yeah, right. Britney. Yeah, Dar- there you go. Daria references, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. We've gone down, wow. but looking forward, like so, we've Chopper's died, Tony's died. Anything else? Nothing. Well, no. We had my, a... my, it was a good year for Miley. She had a good one. Yeah, Miley, Miley Cyrus. Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. I've got a. I've got a bit of a plan for Miley Cyrus coming up this Christmas. I bet you do, buddy. I bet you do. <laughs> no, Lester's no. got a similar no, plan. No. It's called his left hand in a tub of hand cream. <laughs> <laughs> I had a bit of a Christmas business idea. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, basically, prostitution's I'm gonna, not legal, buddy. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna make uh, Miley Cyrus wrecking baubles. 
<laughs> wrecking ball. So what? Gonna, how does that work? You have a you just have a little doll, little little naked doll on top on of a mecca ball, bauble, and stick it on the Christmas tree. I think it's a Christmas tree for everybody. <laughs> That's going to take off, guys. It's, it's going to tongue off. out the side of the mouth. <laughs> it's funny you should say that. Like you've got a plan. I got a plan for Robin Thicke too. Yeah, what's that? Just get me a shotgun and his address. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. I don't think. Well, no judge would conv- conv- convict me, would they? Lester. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's actually a pretty good singer. Really? Oh. I think. He, is he? I mean, I hate R and B, but like, do do do. You know, you want it. Do 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 do. That's quite a good impression. Oh, that's, that's to me. It's I, just like I have to say, I'm not a big fan. I, I can't stand R and B anyway. So whether is, or not, is that whether you're or not, racist or? <laughs> Robin Thicke's white. Pharrell's not. Oh, okay. Whatever. Is I, it Pharrell or Farrell? Oh, that'd be Pharrell. fucking rich. That guy. Oh, yeah. so Rob, Robin Thicke. The best thing about Robin Thicke is who his father is. Alan Thick, the ho- the father from Growing Pains. Oh. That's now the second Alan Thick reference on the Comedy on Edge podcast. <laughs> Only the second. I think four episodes ago, we brought that up. Growing, <laughs> growing Pains. <laughs> growing Pains. The gr- yeah, it's, to watch it. It's a great show. How did Kurt Cameron not get famous? Because he turned to he turned to the church. That's why. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's a, he's one so of those. He's, the he's one of those. Didn't become a druggie. Yeah, he's one of those uh, um, evolution deniers. He gets on. Uh, he gets on with uh, Ray Comfort and all that sort of gear. He gets on. Who's Ray Comfort? He's the guy oh. with the uh, banana, isn't he? Yeah, Ray Comfort's the guy who reckons that um, <laughs> that God's existence can be proven with a banana because it's clearly designed to be opened by a human hand. I'm gonna Google um, that. And uh, but monkeys and, can open bananas. Yeah, but and and also what what they sort of fail to realize is that bananas are domestic. Like wild bananas don't look anything like those. those no, no. What do they look like? Uh, they kind of look, uh, I suppose, like a big kind of uh, lumpy fig. I think it's like those packets of lollies you get. There's little banana lollies, <laughs> but they're all powdery on the outside. And if you eat too many, you get. Sick. Anyway, so Ray Comfort says anybody who believes in evolution, um, oh sorry, yeah, that that anybody who, th- who thinks that God doesn't exist or believes in evolution clearly has never banana. clearly has never seen that a banana was tailor made by God for a human being to consume. And Kirk Cameron, his boy on the side, he sort of sits there and and, and he's his like PR man as well. Goes goes after the goes after the scientists on the other side of those debates. Wow. See, this is I've got a friend who's deathly allergic to bananas. Yeah. So if they open a banana that it would kill them. Like she'd have anaphylactic reaction. Jesus. So that's her way of violently protesting yeah. his vision of the whole banana. <laughs> Either that or violently protesting the domestication of the banana, which quite frankly, you know, is that's a big uh, a big atrocity. Oh, uh, what the domestic what, what not, I not, not really. <laughs> is it domesticated them? Is it they're just like, okay, they got the science together, okay, if we cross them with a bit of this, a bit of that, we'll get yeah, a that's shade right. good they're, they're bred, they're they're sort of being bred to be more kind of easier to, to to open well not just to open but easier to grow easier to pick easier to yeah and then you know the skin softer and all the rest of it so you can peel them easier and all that sort of stuff well, there you go well, it's taken I mean, thousands of years probably I don't know like bananas have been around for a long time who, who sort of thought that it's like oh we've got this thing oh, it's not like wouldn't it be good if it was yellow and curved then we could sell <laughs> those little plastic containers well, and put them in I don't know how deliberate like the end result was for the person that first decided to start growing them, but I mean, surely you know if you got two trees and one of them grows more and the other one doesn't, then you you cut one down and you slowly, you know, that's what evolution's all about. Science with Ryan Crawford right yeah, here on Comedy on the Edge. Why, in the name of Greek buggery, do they put the red wax on the end of bananas? Like individually dip the banana in wax. Oh, you know, a bit of fun. I thought it was a branding thing. <laughs> it so like it's like you go the way. It's a little, it's a I heard a rumor a that it was problem. to stop the seeds 
stop people taking the seeds and growing their own? My, my guess, my guess, I don't know. So, <laughs> so anybody, anybody listening could probably check on that and Google it's and see if this is bullshit. But my guess is that that's probably where fruit flies get in, and so they probably oh, really? just cap. But them it's off. only one. No, it's only one brand of banana that does the wax. I think it's only a certain type. Oh, so it's marketing, you? Yeah, I think it's a. Mar- it's probably everything's marketing. I'm like, how much does this fucking individual banana dipping wax project cost you? Mean banana prices. <laughs> <laughs> so you're thinking, well, how much driving you- prices for the roof. You're going to protest the red Manual tip banana? <laughs> well, maybe it's just like a government's like, oh, we need the wax industry to survive. We, we've got a mandate. Nobody's so, using candles anymore. Yeah. You've, got to, you've, got to whack, you've got to dip your banana in wax. Thank God for hipsters and, and, and uh, DJing. <laughs> <laughs> Buying vinyls. Vinyls. Is wax? Is that wax? Yeah, no, vinyl. No, vinyl's vinyl, plastic. Vinyl. Fuck, I'm dumb. <laughs> we've, ga- we've gathered that one. Yeah. That's two university degrees, by the way. <laughs> None of them are in wax or Fucking final up. production, yeah. apparently, <laughs> while we've creamy. learned. Yeah, yeah. What about, we've got the year, with the years past, what's the year ahead? What are we going to, What anyone got any big plans for 2014? Any revolution, resolutions? <laughs> a revolution. I, I'm going to have a revolution. I'm going to take those bastards <laughs> down, Mark. It's going to be the year that I overthrow the hipster. Yeah, there yeah. will be deaths, jam jars will be broken, and yeah. stools will be smashed. I'll be banned from a lot of cafes, <laughs> but it's for the greater good. That's a great revolution because it's like all the hipsters look like Castro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you look like Castro, death to the hipster. Yeah. That's the catchphrase for me. That's that's you're, my you're, motto for 2014. You'll find, yeah, you find a bunch of hipsters with Che Guevara t-shirts on and just like, you know, line them up against the wall. Yeah. <laughs> In the seventies, they had disco sucks, right? You're going to start up hipsters suck or something. No, my, you know? my show that'll be later in the year. I've got two comedy shows planned next year. The first is music is crap, where we talk about music and how crap it is. And the second one is called hipster kill team. <laughs> where it's, it starts as a show, but it ends in a revolution where we end up storming bad manners in Glebe. It's a great title. Overthrow. Yeah, I know. It's based on um, Russ Meyer or something. No, it's a band Blood Duster from from um, Melbourne. They had they were a thrash band in the uh, late two thousand late nineties. The, they had a call. Their t sh- a mate of mine had the t shirt for their band Hippie Kill Team. So, like, that, they got rid of the hippies and thank for them. That's a great I'm carrying on the title and I'm going to kill the hipsters. Great title, man. We're going to overthrow it. We're just going to, there's going to be lots of st- milking stools smashed. Jam jars will be thrown. The streets will flow with the blood of lemon lime. Going to shut down Glebe, aren't you? I'm going to shut down. No, it's around the corner. Around the corner from Edge HQ is Darlington, and there's four cafes near my house, and one of them is a hipster joint. And I fucking hate it. And so, yeah, I, w- I will overthrow Why? Them. Why do you hate it, Mark? Milk crate. Those little milking stools that they make you sit on. They ser- The pretension. It's like, oh, yeah. you know, I don't drink coffee. But if I want a coffee, I'd be like, oh, can I have a coffee? But it's like, oh, no, you're going to have lime, soy, chi, wax things. <laughs> it's description. And they sit there and they sneer. They don't read newspapers. They sit there on their iPads and, oh, they're reading the New Yorker and they've got their old man clothes. <laughs> I hate them. Just look at them. We could. I'd say we'd live podcast over there, but I'm pretty sure I'm banned from the premises. <laughs> I've seen a trend lately in Chippendale. They're wearing like Freddy Krueger hats. You know, those like really old, beat up hats. Oh yeah. Like, sort of so farmers wish, hats. Like I wish there'd be hats. more Freddy Krueger trend, and then we could just lock them in a bird, <laughs> in a boiler room and just end it. Well, they, they just do. I just don't like hipsters. I just. I don't. It's not my thing. It's a pretty irritating trend. I'll like, it's. I think yeah. all trends. They come on the scene. It's like, oh, this is new. We do profiles. Rolling Stone talks about it. Then we just realize it's a bit like emos. 
emos yeah. were a thing. Now, mm. do they exist anymore? The, 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 Not thing, really. the thing about like know, the thing about the, trends generally, right? In these little groups that come up, like emos or you know, and you now hips. I think the reason hipsters get so much kind of vitriol pointed their way is because they don't really have a culture of their own. They just kind of co-opt mm. other other people's cultures. Yeah, old like, people. Yeah, they well, would take their clothes. <laughs> they take their clothes. They take. I mean, knitting. No one's the only person that knits is nanas. And then, then the jam jars. They take their jam jars. Like yeah. you know, you get a jam jar. You get you when you you either recycle it or you give it to Nana to make her relish. She can't do it anymore because these little fucking hips to steal it. All that irony is just exhausting. It really is. Yeah, yeah. Just observing it is exhausting. Living it must be fucking. I mean, did you just see now that I saw an article? Zines are coming back. What's that? Like a zine, like fanzine. Like you'd oh, make right. your own little. But like there's this place in Brooklyn. <laughs> Brooklyn, I think, is the epicenter for the hipsters. So I I'm just it's saying, Portland, isn't it? China. China, if you get annoyed with America, point the bomb at Brooklyn. Just saying. I'm pretty sure oh, it's, oh, it's don't Portland. Say that. I like Brooklyn. I'm What's pretty... that? I like Brooklyn. Are you a hipster? No, but I like Brooklyn. I don't think it's that hipster. I think there's more Californian That's where most of the thing. stuff comes from. No, it no, comes from Brooklyn. I'm pretty sure it's Portland. Portland? Yeah. Yeah, I'm with Ryan on this one. China, if you've got two missiles. <laughs> two? <laughs> two. Yeah. One in Brooklyn, one in Portland. Let's just, let's just make sure there's no trace of hipster left on the planet. May as well point one at Glebe too while you're at it. Glebe, no Glebe's loss. the epicenter in Sydney. It wouldn't take a big missile. It's only really a street. The only loss for someone like me if you got rid of Glebe is there's no vegan restaurants anymore. Oh, they'd be friendly. We'd lose some good comedy rooms, but we have yeah. to suffer to but eradicate. On the plus, on the plus side, there'd be plenty of hipsters to eat, so you'd be fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hip, see, hipsters vegan, that's another hipster So that's fad. okay. That would qualify as vegan then. Well, yeah, yeah. well, well they, they, live on, they live on smugness and tofu, so you'll be fine. <laughs> that's, that's a hipster diet, isn't it? Did, so, you, say, so did you say veganism was a fad? That's well, hilarious. I think, I think well, they're, they're going to eventually... Re- breed. They can't breed because they've got no energy, so they'll just eventually just fade oh, into nothingness. <laughs> well, look, how many vegan? We know a friend of the show, Matt Coffey, he's a vegan. He's, he's a not vegan. the most energetic bloke. You know, I, don't, I, don't think he'd, I don't think he'd run a marathon. I don't think he looks unhealthy. I don't think he looks unenergetic. <laughs> he's very chilled. He's a chilled out dude. There's no yeah, doubt he, about well, it. Well, that's what I'm saying. He's too chilled. Like, you know, I'm sure if I just went up to him and go, <laughs> sorry, needs- dude, it's for the good of the human race. I've got to shoot you. would be like, yeah, okay, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you know, don't shoot me in the tattoo. <laughs> it'd be just like that. It's a fad. It's Everything's a fad, you know. Yeah, hipsters, they're a fat. They'll die out, and then there'll be something else that we. Hear. What's the next one? What do you reckon's going to be after hipster? We had emo. We've had hipster. Yeah, Kill the foodies. Kill the foodies. Yeah, they're pretentious. Yeah, but no, no. Yeah. We, you, what you think there's going to be a trend of people who just go out murdering, murdering foodies? <laughs> I don't think murdering is going to be a f- until we relax a few laws <laughs> or get some better. You know, we're not going to murdering's not going to be a fad. What was that guy? Yeah, murdering's always been a fad. There's some Ponzi chef who put it in the paper it was a big furor about. Um, oh, Dave Evans, activated armors. Activated armors. That was that was yeah. That was this year he activated. Have you activated your armors today? <laughs> they did. For those who don't know, what happened? Um, good weekend or good food? They did a profile of the chef. What you eat? And it was some insane thing where he goes, oh, I eat quin- quino or whatever it's called, that fat. Kale, that's another one. And what's the other trend? And he goes, I don't have activated almonds. And the interview's like, oh, what's the difference between an almond and activated? An activated almond is when you dip it in water so the almond thinks, oh, I'm not dying, I can spring to life. And apparently that's, it's better for you. But everyone's like, just like, you're a wanker. That doesn't make sense. 
Well, I'm sure it does in the science. Ryan, you're the sciencey one. Does it sound sciencey? <laughs> can you dip your almonds in water? Can you? Well, I'm sure you can dip. I'm your sure it's soften <laughs> them. Like it'd be good for your teeth. I so think, you don't. I mean, it. like a seed. Seeds are pretty resilient things. Yeah. So, like, if you stick seeds, but almonds are nuts and not seeds. I don't know. I actually wouldn't have a clue. Well, this chef, this pond. I reckon what happened is like or someone of the almonds, almonds like. We get what five? How much do you get? How much are a bag of almonds? I, I don't eat nuts. They're not cheap. So would five dollars for a bag? Oh, probably more than that. So they're like, okay, we got five these. We'll, we'll say, we'll, all right, we'll say. Anyone $5. got ten dollars? Ten dollars? Fifteen dollars? Twenty dollars? Yeah, we'll say ten dollars a okay. bag. It's like we're just not making enough on these almonds. How can we do? I know we could dip them in water. <laughs> you know, people aren't going to want to pay watery. They're going to think it's soup. What about we say it's activating your almonds and we can charge $12 a bag. I like we get some Ponzi chef on board and we got it. I like how they call them superfoods. Yeah. You well, know, I started like, eating blueberries because they're a superfood. Yeah. I'm like, I need a snack that's not... M- M- when they make M&Ms as a superfood, I'm set. Yeah, that's right. But they're not. So I just tried I, blueberries. I, I'm, I'm against, I am against the terminology. If I'm going to superfood, I want it to do something fucking amazing. Well, <laughs> it's supposed to you know, fight cancer. That's pretty amazing, dude. Yeah, if, if you believe that that's actually what it does. So you're saying it's a myth. I, I think that the effects will probably be exaggerated, yes. And I, yeah. I think that, I think to call it super is, is you know, just a little bit over yeah, We the call top Superman a superhero. And, <laughs> I mean, the dude, what? He can't, he's, an, he's pretty much an alien who wears his Speedos and races around the world. At the very least, blueberries taste nice, but... They do. They're yeah, they're great. I had a bad bunch the last week. Last one I had, they were bad. Mm. Well, well, see, that's... The, and this is the thing... But generally speaking, they're quite Yeah, but here's nice. the thing I've got. Here's my problem with blueberries. I had a bad blueberry. I've never had a bad M&M. Here's my problem with blueberries. <laughs> never had a ba- I've never gone through a bag of M&Ms gone, oh, that one's a bit not quite right. Oh, the, the, the revolution's coming, Lester. The revolution's coming. We're going to take down hipsters and then blueberries. <laughs> well, they're gritty too. Like, you get the little bit of grits I mean, in them too. Delightful. But uh, I mean, like, kale is the worst trendy food ever. That's, but uh, isn't it good for you? Like, it's, it's supposed yeah, to be... Yeah, it tastes a, funny, it's though. It's disgusting. It's up there as, like, the biggest... Fucking piece of shit of 2013 for mine. Okay. Wow, that's, what, that's what, a big goal. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> it's been name dropped left, right, and center. Um, Green. It's stuff. like a spinach sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, so I like spinach. spinach that's a nice, soup yeah. food. I haven't had kale. Like kale, yeah, it is. Like you can get kale chips, kale. What, how are you supposed to cook it? What, you boil it? Or you steam it? You do it all sorts of ways. So what, it's like, it's, 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 like a, it's like a leafy thing. It's just a port. It's, it's something that like dinosaurs would have eaten back in the day. Yeah. Look it's how they ended up. <laughs> <laughs> I went, actually, I went and saw the Australian Museum's got a Tyrannosaurus Rex exhibition. That was a good, that would, I would say it's a highlight of my year, worth going to. What kind of, as in like the bones of an actual yeah, fossil? They got, or? Yeah, they've got a few. They've got a big Tyrannosaurus Rex in the main room. They've got... They got like some bones. They got some story. They got interactive stuff. Yeah, cool. Yeah, it's quite worth taking. If you got kids, take them along. Yeah. No, we got so I just I was getting bored of kale, so I thought let's go to dinosaurs. <laughs> let's, why not dinosaurs? <laughs> what about what do you think the 2014 the trends are going to be? That's uh, that's activated hard. kale. Activated <laughs> kale. You got to activate it. <laughs> Dave Evans is on board. Oh, that's a good idea. But what other? F- like, yeah, the whole activated armor. So it's you dip them in water. It's better. What else? What are you I mean, making almond milk? Jeez. Well, no, that's when you stamp on them, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. I drink them. almond milk because it's healthier than soy, but God knows how you make it. Well, you, I guess you press an arm until milk comes out. Or... I know. I'm not into science. Do you know how you make um, almond milk, Ryan? I'm not really science, but I don't think it. I don't. I don't necessarily like being characterised as a science guy. <laughs> you started I, I, it in a, in a previous episode. 
I mentioned that for trivia, it's actually one of the stronger right. points because generally science questions in trivia aren't that hard if you know a little bit about science. Well, I'm pretty I'm, sure I'm not... it's not the hardest thing to figure out how you turn an almond into milk. <laughs> Especially with half his answers and with I may be talking out of my ass here, but... <laughs> exactly right. I, I, look, what we're saying is if you're listening to this podcast and you're after facts, you're really in the wrong area. Just Google. I'm pretty yeah. sure. And if anyone wants out there wants to do it, Google anything we say here. And if it's yeah. right... Bonus. Actually, if yeah, it's bit, wrong, of, bit of a challenge. Tweet at Ryan the Crawford. So, so, so I'll just I'll just have a go at the almond milk question. If you're listening, Google it. See if I'm right. I imagine that what you do is you squeeze the almond. That's what I. That was what I. I think it'd, there'd be a press. I think you'd sort of put in a big press and it'd yeah, sort of milk. I don't know. Out. I don't. Would a press squeeze? I don't know. Would a press squeeze? A, a press would squeeze. So yeah, same thing. I think <laughs> well, you're a sciencey guy, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we need some facts. Let's get. Let's Mark's get like next. actually, you don't squeeze them. You press them. It's really important. It's important difference. <laughs> yeah, you got to impress people with your almond milk. Hey yeah. all. <laughs> oh yes, yes, it all comes down to that. Well, what's what about what what next year? What's everyone got planned? Any any big any big events on the things like Leicester? Do you anything, mates? I'm finishing uni and then I'm gonna like start living my life. Is, As in, like, so you don't have to worry about <laughs> studying like 24 hours a day yeah, and that sort yeah. of thing. I'm gonna start living to the fullest, mate. I'm gonna go to open mics and hang out. I'm gonna. Is that gonna... really living? <laughs> <laughs> Is it really? <laughs> Let's be honest. It's, it's always been my dream. I'm gonna drink... You're gonna be hanging out in basements. I'm gonna and... drink diet coke by the can, mate. Well, you've been living on Coke. <laughs> what have you been drinking in five before? <laughs> you've been going through Coke. You've, this year's been the year of Coke Zero for you, really. You sort of had zero life, so you've been thought Coke he's been Zero. On, he's been an LA Cola or something. He's I think maybe, maybe <laughs> LA Cola. He uh, found, found, st- <laughs> found a stash oh, in the man. tip. I've, and I've, I've been... often thought about buying LA Cola for a laugh. But, um, Short one. I'm a, I'm a <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Diet Coke purist I'm a Coke Zero purist but um see you get let's see I, I, I wants to buy LA Cola for a laugh we just see him like walking into the supermarket and picking up a bottle of LA Cola walking out going <laughs> it's just fun it's over now does anyone else when they go to the supermarket look in other people's trolleys and just sort of imagine what they're doing like no I, I did it once when there was this one Jasmine just rolled sort of looked down as if not it doesn't work on a podcast if you do <laughs> She's an intern, ladies and gentlemen, so she's still mm. learning. Mm. But I remember, like, if I'm in the line, I'll look and see. And this is the weirdest one I've ever seen. This happened about 10 years ago. It was down at Broadway. There was a middle-aged Asian gentleman, and he had in his, in his little basket, he had a one-kilo tin of tuna, a two-litre bottle of Mountain Dew, and a 24-pack <laughs> of condoms. Oh. <laughs> I can't figure out that combination. Tuna Jew bombs. <laughs> I just don't get, like, I'm thinking, why would you need all these things? Like, I can understand. I go, you thought, oh, I'm hungry. I need some tuna. I don't like tuna. I think it should. I would outlaw tins of tuna mm. if I could. But why would he... Mountain Dew isn't acquired. Does anyone drink it? I used to, yeah. It's high in caffeine, so maybe he needs the energy. And then the tuna is a fetish thing, which explains the condoms. I didn't know Mountain Dew had caffeine in it. It's a crap load of caffeine in it. Really? It's limited, isn't it? No, it's got orange juice and caffeine. It's probably got more caffeine than Coke, Sophie. I really think of the same thing here. No, no, it's true, it's true. (laughs) But in, in case you're unsure, Google it. I don't think... Is it... Yeah. Well, that, but why would you need, like, you down the shops, you're like, oh, tuna. Like, what would, what would be the thing? You probably, maybe he went down um... for condoms and he's like, oh, honey, I'll be back. We're out. Get 24. We'll need, say... And some tuna. We'll need some energy. 
he's having that much sex, he's got no time to cook, so he's just having a load of tuna out of a can. He got a, he got a garbled just... phone message from his wife saying, can you get something from, for the pussy? <laughs> oh. I don't know whether a fraud would be disgusted by that joke. That was really cleverly disgusting. <laughs> Ryan, I'm the science and the pun guy. <laughs> says, oh. says impressed dude. He comes up with a joke before about impressing and says, hey yo. Hey yo. Yeah. Uh, well, there you go. Well, what about anyone? What, so, no one's got any big plans for next year? Lester's going to live his life. So I'm sure many prostitutes will be strangled in that time. <laughs> You're going to start driving to Belangolo Forest, Lester. It's good to have goals, isn't it? I've got a timeshare there. A timeshare in Belangolo. <laughs> Belangolo, it's never going to kick off as a development, no, will it? No, it's not. Imagine going bushwalking there now. Fuck me, Dad. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Poor choice of words. I think that's what happened to a lot of backpackers. Right. Bad terms. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder where that one came from. F, F me, Dad. That's that's what my about, mother I, always used that rec- saying. What's that? Oh, my mother, she always used that saying. I was like, Mum, you please um, I don't wanna know. I'm not into necrophilia. <laughs> yeah, it's been, indeed. Uh, in, in, my, in Newcastle they say fuck me swinging. Do they? <laughs> that's really? Like, so <laughs> fuck me swinging. Wow, that's <laughs> like it'd be like it's, it's in an aggressive manner, like, oh, fuck me swinging, mate. Jesus. Kinky. Yeah, so they buy they buy into it. That's a that's a weird, that's a weird one. That's a, yeah, that's a, a, a peculiar <laughs> little a peculiar little geographical like, uh, dialect there from. from but do you think they mean swinging as in like you're swinging or as in a picture of like, hey, like throwing I'm, punches, flailing punches? Oh, see, I had a picture of you know you go to oh. a party. It's like, hey, this is my wife. Want to swing? Oh, I'll take your wife. Oh, that kind of swing. That that maybe. It makes more sense than, you know, someone I, I hanging... Was, I was thinking about some sort of, you know, apparatus, you know, a swing. Yeah. <laughs> a sex swing. <laughs> it, well, even then, yeah, that's <laughs> it's right. It's a lot of work, isn't it? A sex swing, because you'd have to get someone to... In- have you I'm- seen Sex and the City? Yeah, Samantha. No. <laughs> oh, what? Yeah, that's exactly... That's what's amazing. I like that we go, have you seen Sex and the City? Me and Ryan look blank. Lester's like, oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Season five, episode six. I remember the episode like it was yesterday. Yeah. That's fucking outrageous. What, is it, what, what happened? What... what like they, the Sex and the City girls, they were in their sixties, weren't they? <laughs> when they filmed it, yeah, about that. Yeah, so what? What they had a swing because she no Samantha longer. Samantha had a swing. Is that because she couldn't get up on the bed anymore? Her <laughs> hips were just playing up. Or how does a sex swing work? What do you sit in? Like, a, is it like a children's swing? It is just like that, basically. What? So you swing and then what? You push her away and then the girl comes towards you and then, or is it? Or is it? Can guys use a swing or is it a? I don't know. I don't know this. You guys have seen the it, Sex in the City. Look, far be it for me to be an expert on this sort of thing, but I imagine it's just, you know, something that assists with the rocking motion. It's right. I don't you like know, how logical you are intercourse. all the time. You're amazing. <laughs> but it seems like a he's, lot of effort. He just nailed it there. I didn't know what it was. He just nailed it. Yeah, but he's, been, he's obviously been thinking. We said the word sex swing and... And he's just like, oh yeah, I could uh, maybe a bit of. It seems like a lot of effort, really. Well, to to put it up, I think it'd be a lot of effort. Yeah, but, well, that's what would but, you but get? Then, but then, but then, once it's there, I think it's taking effort away. That's See, the point. Would you be able to install a sex swing, or would you have to get a tradesman? As in, like to put drill some holes in the roof. I well, I'd see. I'd be worried about like, oh, do I need a load bearing beam? Or? Which you would, yeah. Yeah, so you'd have to get a, a stud finder to oh, do it. Yeah. Stud, studs <laughs> are in walls, not <laughs> in roofs. Get someone to install it for you. Yeah. Well, yeah, but imagine that call. It's like you call up, hey mate, you're a handyman. Yeah, I need some work done. Oh, what do you need, mate? You need a door hung close. Uh, <laughs> you know, you, what's your knowledge of sex swings? Oh, that's okay, mate. You know, I've I reckon, done a few I reckon, my- I reckon you wouldn't actually need to to do that because all you'd have to do is tell them. I just need a hook in the ceiling that's going to be big enough to hold a pot plant that weighs about 100, 100 kilos. <laughs> 200 kilos? Wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, are they both, do, do both, both people get in the, the sex swing? swing? 
I, I would have thought one, one of them would be Lester, grounded. Tell us, you know more than yeah. you're letting well, on. Well, it'd be a pretty sad thing solo, wouldn't it? <laughs> no, no, I, I imagine one person, would be, beating you. one person would be grounded, wouldn't they? Now, this is just off topic a little bit. I don't know how it's happened. No, let's stay on the sex swing. <laughs> this is gold. Yeah, you sorry, understand? keep going. Oh, I've, I've managed to somehow turn the light on. Oh, there it is. I just turned the, this torch on my iPhone. I didn't know it had a light and it just came on. Yeah. And now I've figured out how to do it. If anyone's out there and they've got an iPhone and they haven't done the upgrade, don't do it. You're just, it's, a, yeah, it's you're rubbish, just, you're yeah. just an Apple commercial over there, aren't you? This no, is I, a... I don't. Go Samsung. I fucking hate Apple. If anyone wants to give me a new Galaxy, I'll take it, but I haven't got any money to replace it at the moment. <laughs> this thing, I just thought I'll do the update. It'll do it. It sucks yeah, balls. I got sucked in by the updates. Now I can't even sync my music for my iTunes. Nah, so how many songs have you got stuck on you? I can only listen to whatever I downloaded from the store. So, so it's a good thing you'll be able to download over heaps over. of pod- Lots of New York dolls. It must, <laughs> be, um, it must be tragic to, to miss out on, um, on Len Steal My Sunshine. <laughs> yeah, I just love that song. So well, what you'll have to do is you'll have to make sure you've got plenty of podcasts to listen to, Jasmine. Of course. So you That's listen to Comedy on Edge. And if Constantly. you're on iTunes, give us a rating. I, I, think, I think I've seen a review from you before you're an intern. Yeah, so now that you're an 20 intern- stars out of five. Perfect. That's what we want. Well, ladies and gentlemen, um, it's the end of the year. Season's greetings. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. <laughs> and whatever. Happy Kwanzaa, whatever you're celebrating. Just This is a season. You may have views. Have fun. That's the main thing. And don't. if you're going to get a sex swing, get it properly installed is what we're saying. <laughs> last time, Lester lost the bond in his last apartment because yeah. he tried to do it himself. Yeah. And ironically, he got the sex ring and he did it himself in that too, which is kind of sad really when you think about it. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for tuning in. Follow If you're on Twitter, follow us. Ryan. Ryan the Crawford. Ryan the Crawford. Jasmine. At the Hot Comedian. The Hot Comedian. Tweet about sex swings if you're on Twitter. <laughs> Lester. At Lester Diamond 28. And I'm at M underscore W underscore OH and also at Comedy on Edge. So follow us, guys. Thank you guys for listening in. Have a great season. For more info, go to comedyonedge.com. And oh, I should mention the Comedy on Edge podcast will be weekly over the Christmas break. So take a break from your Christmas meal and just listen to us talk about sex swings. And <laughs> also, if anyone out there knows Colin Funky Miller, get in contact because we're keen to have it. We want to hold a Colin Funky Miller appreciation night. Ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, have a good week. Ryan, hit the music. 